Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hear from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From UFOs to psychic powers and government conspiracies, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. A production of iHeartRadio. Hello, welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. My name is Noel. They call me Ben. We are joined, as always, with our super producer, Alexis, codenamed Doc Holiday Jackson. Most importantly, you are you, you are here, and that makes this stuff they don't want you to know. This is our listener mail segment. It's a game that we have invented, in a way, uh, and a mm-hmm. game that we will always thankfully lose. Rules of the game are this. Matt, Noel, and myself go through thousands upon thousands of voicemails and emails and social media posts from you, and we try our best to narrow it down to three uh, pieces of mail that we will share on the show. Uh, We are always running behind, which is a fantastic problem to have. Uh, because it means that we will keep doing listener mail about three at a time. And then maybe, (laughs) what do you think? You think we'll ever get to the end of this? No, never. (laughs) I certainly hope not. That would be terrible. (laughs) Yes, yes, agreed. Uh, So we have some pretty 
fascinating rabbit holes and responses here. And I was thinking, if you all are okay with it, that we start with uh, a response to our recent episode about faith healing, specifically the laying on of hands. Only two in this instance. In this not, instance. Not all the various ones that Illumination Global offers. Oh, I was, yeah, we got some responses to that, uh, that little chestnut as well. Um, and in general, big response to that episode. I think it's something that fascinates a lot of people and I uh, heard from a lot of folks that grew up in uh, faith healing uh, based religions and very divisive topic um, and very, very fascinating. And I think uh, we, we got some thumbs up for the way that we handled it. And I felt really good about it as well. It was a really fun episode, very fascinating. Uh, I never intend to denigrate anyone's beliefs or religion. And there's so many things in this world that work for people that maybe a lot of people don't fully believe in or understand. And that's why the power of belief is the best way of kind of uh, explaining these phenomenon. Um, and today I think we're going to talk about one of those uh, in particular, um, which came up uh, several times in the Laying On of Hands episode, the idea of Reiki. You know, when we say faith healing, you know, I think a lot of people associate it specifically with religion and the idea of having faith in God. And it's your faith in this higher power, this deity that is healing you. Um, or the idea of faith being specifically associated with like, you know, big tent revival type gatherings. Um, to me, faith healing is just healing, just that healing through the power of faith and through belief. Um, that's, I think, the most simple way of looking at it. And the idea of Reiki, um, the ancient Chinese tradition of laying on of hands only without actually touching the idea of like the, what is it? The, the, not the, the, like the punch, like the, the force punch, Matt, remember we talked about that in, in the past, uh, sort of related the idea that you can funnel energy through your body and shoot it out of your hands at somebody for good or for ill. Remind us real quick about the, the force punch. Well, I, I'm thinking more about just the concept of chi and that mm -hmm. the life force within all living things and specifically humans can be harnessed and manipulated and it can be used to manipulate the chi or the energy life force within somebody else, right? That's a, that's essentially the belief that's running there. Um, and the... The force punch, I'm I'm having a hard time recalling exactly what that was, unless that was one of the superhero yes, right. things oh, we talked was. about. Yeah, it was oh, the much. idea of being able to knock somebody over by, like, you know, not actually oh, touching them, you know? Yeah, there was a whole thing that was debunked that we talked about with that. Yeah, the problem with that uh, force punch idea is that it does seem to hinge on the concept. None of this is the piece of listener mail, right? I'm right no, on that, no. right? Okay, no. this is just, you're just talking about the concept. Okay, so um, I guess before we get that first piece of listener mail, the thing that's uh, pretty solidly proven about the force punch or the use of intangible soul life energy made tangible, it works so long as people believe that it works. So you can see uh, footage that may be considered pretty damning, wherein uh, a chi master or master of force punch uh, is attempting to force punch someone and they go through, you know, a half dozen believers who fall forcefully to the ground and they run into a skeptic who, uh, because they don't believe in this, seem unaffected. And then, yeah, fights the chi master and, like, wins handily. 
uh, in hand-to-hand combat. There are lots of videos like that you can see. Uh, as you from said, what that, we've seen, yeah. Yeah. Um, it does seem to have a lot to do with the belief in a master or someone who is greater than you, who is teaching you. Um, yeah, just, just like Ben said. Got it. Just needed a little refresher on that one. Um, Reiki, on the other hand, is something that uh, has been studied. I think there are some, you know, attempts to debunk it, but it's another one of those things like acupuncture where I think there's there's evidence pro and there's evidence against. But at the end of the day, it's all about the individual and what they take away from. And if it makes them feel better, then it, it more power to them. And the same with a lot of uh, less Western types of medicine, which I think we should probably uh, pay a little more attention to because Western medicine uh, is, is kind of a nightmare a lot of the time. And they call it practicing medicine for, for a reason. Um, but a lot of these ancient traditions have been passed down for generations. And I misspoke at the top of the show. Uh, Reiki is, uh, is from the, uh, the Japanese tradition. And uh, Johns Hopkins University actually uh, has, a, has a whole page dedicated to uh, the description of, of Reiki. And this is is how they categorize it. Reiki is a very specific form of energy healing in which hands are placed just off the body or lightly touching the body as in laying on of hands. Reiki can also be done long distances as a form of prayer. According to many versions of its origin, Dr. Mikao Osai, a Japanese seeker of spiritual truths, brought the Reiki method of healing into human awareness in 1922 after a deep spiritual experience. He is said to have begun teaching uh, others after a serious earthquake hit Japan, and he felt urged to spread his knowledge. Um, so the listener mail in question today comes from a listener that we're, I'm going to remain anonymous, but it's someone uh, describing a Reiki experience. Um, and here is how it goes. She stood behind me, and I could sense her hands were near me, but not too near I reckon probably about 20 centimeters away. I felt awkward, and it was probably only a minute or two stretched for what felt like an eternity. And I thought, oh God, I've got to do this for another 20 minutes. I tried to push it out of my mind and relax my muscles. All of a sudden, I felt this sensation, this intense feeling. When I try and describe it, it sounds terrifying, but at the same time, it really wasn't. The only thing I can compare it to is when I've smoked the hallucinogenic plant salvia, except there were no vivid hallucinations or strange sounds for me uh, as there had been during my salvia experience. Um, Then she goes on to uh, copy and paste a description of a salvia trip uh, from drugscience.org.uk, which you can look up yourself, but it's about as she's describing. It's very similar. The idea of feeling angular, feeling rooted uh, to the ground, but also a certain kind of disembodied kind of sensation. And again, also intense visual and auditory hallucinations, those uh, being lacking in this uh, Reiki experience. She goes on. After I felt an initial whooshing and swooping sensation, that's the only way I can describe it, I felt that I had melted into the chair, that my feet were rooted on the floor. My body felt heavy, but my head felt light. The only sensation I can compare that to is the feeling I've had just before I've passed out during a panic attack. It felt like my head was not fully attached anymore, and there was a tremendous sense of relief of weight and pressure. The sounds around me became distant, and all I could sense was the darkness, complete blackness. I still felt as though my feet were rooted to the ground, but now the floor had come up with me, and I was flying upwards and speeding through the darkness. I felt a strange sensation as if a thick mist or a length of silk was wrapping around my limbs and flying around me. Whoa. So just to be 100% clear, this is someone who 
had a Reiki session or healing session performed onto them, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then just, just one more line to wrap it up. Uh, I think eventually I heard the lady's wrist crack, and it brought me crashing back down to reality. Uh, it had lasted 20 minutes, and I could barely remember any of it. Wow. It calls to mind, uh, let me caveat this by saying we are not Reiki experts. I've experienced a Reiki session before in the past, uh, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not someone who would be a practitioner of it. I don't think any of us are. But just from that description, it sounds as if you, our anonymous conspiracy realist, may have experienced some things that have a little bit in common with hypnosis. The idea of loss of uh, proprioception, the idea of uh, maybe slippage of internal time, and then also... And, and again, I'm I'm just speculating here. Also, the idea of that crack or snap that brings you back to life, back to reality. Like that might be, uh, th- there might be some commonality uh, involved there. The comparison to Salvia is interesting as well. And I greatly appreciate that. Salvia, of course, one of the taglines for, for that substance is your individual mileage may vary. Your individual mm-hmm. cosmic mileage may vary. And yeah. isn't it, doesn't that remain uh, legal in most states and available? N- uh, not, no, that, not to, is, that is a controlled substance in a lot of places now. It, so, but it didn't used to be, right? It used to be a lot more freely available. And that's why there was a big salvia kick on the internet with people mm. posting salvia videos and stuff. Right? Yeah. yeah. I, I tried <laughs> it once and I did not try to garden. I didn't drive like mm-hmm. big money salvia attempted mm-hmm. to do in so many of his famous videos. But, uh, I did not have a good time, and I I was reminded of what our anonymous uh, listener wrote there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's funny too, and we use the phrase "controlled substance," which is the accurate phrase, and we strive for accuracy. Of course, uh, what's funny about that phrase is I love the implication that every other substance is just like out of control. Like just kids go wild kid. on spring break. Calcium is out there wiling in your, it might bust into your house and pee on your cat. You don't know. Uh, <laughs> I hope your cat, I hope your cat pees back on them. Just for the record. That's not cool. You don't pee on people's cats. Yeah. It's an uncontrolled substance. Uh, just black peppercorns everywhere. Right. Right. They're just rioting. Uh, they're, they're like soccer hooligans, uncontrolled <laughs> substances, but, but yeah, there's something, there's something interesting here. And I really like the point you brought up, Noel, because when we think of these things, you mentioned acupuncture as well. Uh, I would add maybe, uh, chiropractory, uh, like, yeah. uh, uh, or cupping, like you're cupping. cupping? Yeah. If anyone doesn't know, it's very strange. It's like literally a suction cup that is, uh, there's a pump that goes with it. You buy these kits. I know this because my uh, ex-wife um, was a massage, is a massage therapist and she had this kit and it's these like domes that you take a little, like a, like a, it looks like a gun and you stick it on people's skins and then you put the gun in the little hole and you, and it sucks their flesh up inside the cup and it leaves these giant hickeys all over your back. These like very deep bruised looking uh, circles. And you know, the idea I think is that it is, is, is cleaning out your uh, toxins or something. I don't know. Maybe I don't sounds relaxing. any of that. It, it's, it doesn't, it's very unpleasant. It, it's, it, it hurts. I thought it was uh, I thought they, they were heated. 
Is that something? They that can happens? be. Stones, I think. man. Well, so the hot stone, stone massage, hot stone massage is amazing. Cupping is literally like what I just said. It makes all these crazy dark mm-hmm. purple hickeys all over your back. Well, I for one am endlessly fascinated with the concept of Reiki, mm-hmm. of being able to connect with someone and cleanse someone with ever, without ever touching them. Um, mm-hmm. And I am a big fan of the ASMR versions of it, where you just where it's a virtual Reiki session that isn't even live, so it doesn't meet any of the real requirements of what a Reiki session would be. But um, it's it is one of the most relaxing things, like calming, centering things that I've found. Um, so I don't. I would, I would recommend anyone who is wondering what the heck we're talking about to check something like that out. And and be warned if you have misophonia. Uh, not everybody has the ASMR res, uh, response. Some people have. It's Sith Lord sibling uh, misophonia, <laughs> which is not accurate, uh, not an accurate depiction. But but you're right. Those are amazing uh, videos, at least like the the ASMR response is real. Uh, I think people dismiss Reiki and acupuncture and, and some similar types of relaxation or um, recuperative, if not curative treatments, because of the claims made. And it's important to know that not every practitioner of any of these things makes the same claims. You know what I mean? We can't forget that in the early days of uh, chiropractic pursuits, people made all sorts of wild claims about what that actually did, several of which later were disproven pretty soundly. So I would be careful, even if you consider yourself a hardcore skeptic, I would be careful to remember that a lot of these practitioners are not members of some, they're not a monolithic thing, right? They may not be making the same claims. So you kind of have to treat people on a, on a case-by-case basis, just to be fair to them, is what I would say. Completely agree. Certainly. Noel, did you have like a cupping experience? Did you have a Reiki experience? Yeah, yeah. My ex uh, did the cupping on me before, uh, trying when she was practicing. It's something that certain people really are into, so it it behooves uh, practitioners of the massage arts to add that to their portfolio, whether they fully believe in it or not, I guess. But she does. She she believes in a lot of that stuff that's outside of the realm of my understanding. Um, things like, you know, crystal pendulums and all of that that uh, I absolutely support and, and fully embrace um, people's beliefs and uh, their whatever they feel helps them understand themselves and others and their environment better. And a lot of these things really do do a world of good for people, whether it's the placebo effect, uh, the power of the mind, the power of belief. Who's it for me to say whether that's bad or whether you're wrong? You know, I I think there's a lot in this universe that we have no idea about and we never will. Um, so why not roll the dice if something works for you? Um, but yeah, I did the cupping and I just found that it was very unpleasant. <laughs> I didn't really uh, see any uh, positive benefits from it, but who's to say that others won't? Agreed. Uh, practitioners, proponents, and opponents of Reiki alike, let us know your experience. You know what I mean? I want to hear from everybody uh, regarding this phenomenon and this practice and its history, uh, because like you said, Noel, um, it, is, it is comforting, but at some level, 
arrogant for us to assume that we know everything about the external universe when we don't fully understand the internal universe of the human body and the human mind. That's it. Absolutely. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There's still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. So tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50. And it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. 
Welcome back. And now we turn away from the healing powers of the hands to, you know, an everyday job. Many of us have them. You wake up, you do that job. Maybe you do something else, then you go to sleep. If you're lucky, you do something else, then you go to sleep. Well, we had someone call in who has a job who went to a weird place, and he's going to tell us about it. Hi, my name is... I did not write anything down. I normally do. I uh, was preparing for this, but uh, I'm, I'm here right now um, at Iron Mountain Recall. And I was hoping you guys could do an episode on this or at least touch base on it. Um, I'm a truck driver. I, I did a high value load um, and I had to have security escort. I wasn't allowed to stop to go to the bathroom or anything. I had to go straight to Tempe, Arizona. And I just asked the guy what was on board and, and uh, he told me, oh, it's, it's, it's paper. And it does appear to be paper documents. So I don't know exactly what's going on uh, with this place. Um, I tried to do a little research online about it. I'm actually here right now um, getting unloaded as we speak. So I'm trying to, uh, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for them um, if they come over here. But uh, I looked at it online and uh, it says something about it's a place underground, 155 miles uh, or something like that. But I, I don't. I don't see anything like that here, but it's just very mysterious. And um, the places I go to are, are highly gated, high, high security. Uh, they won't they won't let you in. You have to have a it's a federal ID and all this other stuff they, they need you to have. And um, I guess since I have a completely clean background, they selected me to to do this uh, load. But um, yeah, if you guys could just uh, touch base again on uh, I, I just mentioned it or something on the show. Um, Iron Mountain Recall. I'm, I'm trying to get more information about it, but I don't know. But again, it was a high dollar load of high value, but it was only paper documents that I guess that are going to get shredded or something. Uh, and then they, they're taken from here to like Mexico or, or other places uh, once they're shredded. So I'm, I'm not 100% sure about that. But uh, yeah, I just, just thought you guys should know that. Thanks. Have a great day. Whoa. Mm. A message <laughs> from within the facility. How cool it. is that? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for calling us. Uh, and also, I, now this is one of those messages that makes me want to hear an update. Did you make it out? You know, uh, because there's something, I mean, it's exciting to hear. I'll keep an eye out in case they're coming, but we want to make sure uh, that you and anyone calling is first and foremost safe, at least physically. Uh, Iron Mountain. I, you know, it's it's strange. We never talked about this before, Matt, because there's, this is, Funny story about Iron Mountain. Uh, I used to always see them on, on various road trips and stuff, and I just assumed they were like a defense company or a mining company because they were everywhere. But uh, but they started as a mushroom company. Yeah, yeah. Then <laughs> the nineteen fifties, I think nineteen fifty one, maybe something like that. Um, mm -hmm. Iron Mountain. If you've never heard of it, giant giant storage and security firm that specializes in all kinds of things. One of the main ones is uh, storing government documents and other highly, highly important private documents. So from any corporation company that you can imagine, and they are ubiquitous with this concept of shredding, like to protect corporations, the, the, the IP and the data of companies, but also keeping records in massive facilities and not using, you know, some, some steel building or something to protect 
your stuff. No, using literally mountains to to protect things. It's incredible. But <laughs> do you I don't even know how, where we want to start with this, guys. Ben, do you want to keep going down the history, just kind of like what this thing is and how it was started? Sure. Yeah. So Iron Mountain is nowadays, as you said, Matt, it's a corporation that handles enormously sensitive documents in the public and private sector. Uh, They are known for what may seem like overkill in terms of their protection and in terms of their uh, their methods. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But especially their location. But they're they're global. They're in the U.S., but they're also in Europe. Latin America, uh, they're on the African and Asian continents. Uh, I believe that over 90% of the Fortune 1000 companies use Iron Mountain. Like they have, they have this on lock. And uh, it's interesting because it starts out as a mushroom company, right? Mm-hmm. And it shifts in 1950 because the mushroom market is, is not the halcyon days of the mushroom market are done, right? <laughs> mushrooms are over. Mushrooms were yeah. bust. As far as the Iron Mountain founder, Herman Naust is concerned, or Knaust, and uh, he has an ore mine where he grew all these mushrooms. And essentially what he says is, well, done with mushrooms, but I got this mine. What can I do with that? It's depleted, so he can't mm-hmm. mine anything of value in there. He can, however, maybe... <laughs> store stuff use it as a storage space right yeah he can protect he can protect the crap out of some stuff in a mountain you put a big enough door on a mountain you're good to go (laughs) yeah i mean if the lord of the rings has taught us anything right wait wait, wait, wait. it's it's really a mountain like yeah yeah it's a mine in a mountain yeah and this came in 1950 so we have to remember this is the post-world war ii atomic era right where where the cold war is getting the the dial turned up a little bit every well, day i mean if you go to ironmountain.com they don't say anything about an actual mountain i just want to point i, I yeah I, they do I, uh in their history section they where do is this actually they, they, are, they are burying the leader they make it look like it's a bunch of smiling faces of like dudes in like work Workman kind of outfits, like pushing around hoppers of like uh, presumably shredded paper or paper to be shredded. But they're advertising it as this like very friendly, light corporate shredding service. You know, I would say a lot of companies that deal directly with Iron Mountain are dealing with, yeah, the fresh faced employees that you're you're hanging out with that are showing up to your facility to collect you know, vital records to then send for storage or for destruction. Um, That's really what it is. But at the heart of Iron Mountain, you've got hardened people who have been protecting the crap out of stuff inside mountains for years, decades even. I'm I'm totally joking. I'm making, I'm I'm having (laughs) fun with this. I, I, I do what you're right, Matt. You pointed me. Uh, I, I missed this. That's buried a little bit in their menu structure. But yeah, there's a there's a company history uh, section. And apparently the the gentleman who founded Iron Mountain, Mr. Mr. Knaust, uh, maybe the K is silent, only paid nine grand uh, in 1936 dollars for this depleted iron ore uh, mine and 100 acres of associated land. Um fascinating stuff man so wait so our our caller had a like a security detail 
So that just mm-hmm. means it couldn't, doesn't necessarily mean it's nefarious. It just means it could be high. They said it was a high value load, meaning yeah. it could be just important documents, not necessarily documents that need to be disappeared, but companies shred stuff all the time. Like what, what, what would, what would constitute a, like a, a corporate espionage you're trying to pre- prevent perhaps, or what do you think? Compliance records. Hmm. A ton of it is compliance records, um, but that's not all. I mean, you can obviously speculate who knows all the things that Iron Mountain has done over you know the years for its paying customers, right? Mm-hmm. Don't, don't forget, you're paying customers that are trusting you as a company to either protect or destroy your thing. So that's really, other than that, it's a transaction, a private transaction mm-hmm. between companies, unless you're dealing with like compliant companies that are public, right? Mm-hmm. Then things could get a little weird. Come on. Come on, Iron Mountain. You know you've shredded <laughs> some weird stuff. But yay, don't ask any questions. <laughs> well, it's right. not their job to even know what they're shredding, right? right. Maybe, what what yeah. are you carrying? Paper. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's like, that's, I think it also gets complicated when we're talking about uh, carrying stuff for governments because governments change hands. Or they, sorry, we have this, we have this thing where governments, at the very least, appear to change hands in terms of, <laughs> uh, of the the elected officials. But we know that a lot of bureaucrats uh, live on for decades, regardless of who is which political party is in power, uh, and they're probably the people who have the most solidly established relationship with Iron Mountain. Uh, so maybe they have the ability to tell people when to move stuff, when to shred it, how to shred it. Uh, yeah. What can never, what can, what has to go into the mountain and never yeah. return to the the surface world? Just before we go any further, you may be thinking, oh, there's one Iron Mountain. There's a big Iron Mountain called Iron Mountain where stuff goes in and out of, and that's it. No, 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 no. This company has over 1,400 facilities. Some of those are business offices. Some of those are high security locations like the one our caller went to. How many Um, are actually mountains, though, Matt? That's what everyone wants to know. (laughs) Well, there are several that are underground, at least, right? Um, And underneath rock, like serious rock, maybe not inside a mountain. Um, There's one that we were reading about it was completed in 2018, I believe, if I'm reading this American Security Today article correctly. A 125,000 square foot facility that has a total capacity of 1.5 million cubic feet of storage. Ooh. So picture, picture that scene. I know what you're thinking. I know I can't be the only one thinking this, folks. Picture that scene at the end of Indiana Jones... And, and uh, yeah, uh, what's that Ark of the Covenant one? You know, where they, they have top men looking at, at, at this mysterious artifact and, uh, you know, they pan out and it's this enormous warehouse somewhere. Uh, I, I give you I, I give you 10 to 10 odds. But <laughs> I, I don't know much about gambling. I, I, I don't know what those odds mean, but I bet you it is Iron Mountain uh, at, at the heart of it. Or that's what the screenwriter was thinking. Or, or a twist, uh, a twist connection to something we posed for a movie in our last episode. Um, it's just mountains and mountains of shredded mail-in ballots. <laughs> there, we <go. laughs> there we go. I, I do want. I do think there is an important differentiation that we must make when we talk about Iron Mountain. 
This is a real company. It is a huge corporation. It has a lot of power. Uh, and it doesn't sometimes get as much scrutiny as it should in the public eye. Just because paperwork, what do you think if you're the average person? You think it's boring, right? No one is, very few people are excited about the idea of literal mountains worth of paperwork, but there is a um, tangentially related conspiracy theory. It all pertains to a book, and I'm, I'm sure you guys have heard of this, a book called The Report from Iron Mountain. Is this familiar mm, to yeah. anybody? Yeah. So that came out in 1967. And for those who believe this is a legit uh, publication, and it was a New York Times bestseller, by the way, uh, for those who believe it was a legit publication, it appears to be a leak from some shadowy government-associated think tank that, you know, as you would assume from the title, is based somehow in Iron Mountain, uh, and people believe that this is one of those times where the truth got out there and it was a powerful truth that was uh, somehow later suppressed, despite the fact that this was, again, a New York Times bestseller and published in 15 different languages. Wow. I'm just pointing that out. Uh, I, the thing is, in 1972, a writer named Leonard Lewin came forward and said, yeah, I wrote it. It's fake. It's satire. Do you guys think that stopped? Uh, that stopped the controversy? No. <laughs> well, and at the heart of it, you're still talking about a security company, essentially, that must keep quiet about what it's doing, its operations, who its customers are. I mean, it has to, at least to an extent, in order to protect itself. The more information that gets out about any of those things, the less secure everything is. So you can only imagine that in that environment of non-transparency, right? Like, like Ben, we say on this show all the time, whenever you've got a little bit of a fog there or an inability to know exactly what's going on, that's when the rumors begin to fly. And the many times the things that we would call conspiracy theories are born there. Uh, I'm just putting it out here. It's the one we were talking about in Maryland was put in Prince George's County, which uh, is right there in D.C., that's interesting. So that's mm. going to be all government records. Um, the one in Arizona, somewhere in Arizona where our caller went to, I am having a very hard time finding what that facility is. Uh, if any of you guys see anything, I think I saw, it wasn't in Tempe. I saw something in Phoenix, but they've got so many facilities around the whole country. Who knows? And with that, we're going to keep looking into this. It's very interesting stuff for us. I'm sure it is for you, too. Uh, we'll let you know if we hear anything from our caller, any updates. And for now, we're going to take a quick break, come back with another story. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirks Bentley, Janet Jackson, Megan Trainer, Peso Pluma, Sean Paul, Sum 41, and many more. For way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long. For just $25. $25 each. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. 
When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast from Ruby Studio in partnership with Intel. Explore the future of technology that's rapidly evolving our world today with the help of AI. There's still so much work and research needed to fully understand the power and potential of AI. And Intel is at the forefront of implementing AI and revolutionary technology that's changing the world we live in for the better. In each episode, Graham interviews the minds transforming medicine and healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more while pioneering new uses for AI in these spaces. So tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. And we have returned. Our last piece of listener mail comes from Anne-Marie R. And Anne-Marie, you write in to give us firsthand experience on a cruise ship, but not in the way most people think. Uh, You're not telling us about the world of paying passengers. You're telling us about the often obscured life of the people who staff and crew cruise ships. Unfortunately, we don't have uh, the time to dive uh, too deep into this, so it may <laughs> dive into the cruise ships. Oh, man. Uh, but we we are able to explore some things that, that I think people should know. It turns out, you guys, that some of our uh, speculation is correct. So I'd like to uh, share with you an excerpt uh, from Anne-Marie's correspondence. 
There is, she says, so much shady stuff you know about going on there. As far as I know, no cruise companies are based in the U.S. and likely not officially in any first world country. Even if their offices are in Europe or what have you, the actual ships usually sail under the flags of island nations with little regulation to avoid paying taxes to basically anyone who might charge them a lot or look into how they operate. The mm. work actually occurs in international waters, and therefore are they are not beholden to any labor law, or probably most laws in general beyond maritime international standards. She goes on to say the food offered to the crew is not what you see at the buffet. Some cruises claim to offer health insurance. But what they mean is that if uh, a doctor will treat you for basic ailments, if anything serious happens to you as a crew member, you are disembarked, a.k.a. kicked off the boat, and it's up to management how much or how little they will offer to pay for your care and when or if you are able to return to work. Contracts are on a four to ten month basis, depending on your department, and you may or may not be asked to return. They do not have to have any cause to fire you, let alone ask you back for renewal. The rules on board are extremely strict. Uh, and then Amory go on to list uh, some of the reasons people have been dismissed, including things like having hard liquor in their rooms, missing cabin inspection, misreporting GI symptoms, meaning they ate something weird and uh, they didn't feel like they should tell the doctors. Drunkenness, fraternizing with guests, and then many, I love this phrase, many more ridiculous things I am grateful to have forgotten. Uh, she talks about the strong hierarchy on board with regards to crew, then staff, then officers, and then said, needless to say, sexual escapades, affairs, etc., abound at the level of reality TV. Truly, no show could possibly do it justice. Uh, and this is just one of the one of the letters that we have received from cruise ship crew and staff professionals. Uh, and I wanted to bring this to our audience because I, I think there really is a, a, a life behind the curtain that a lot of people are not aware of here. Uh, did did any of this surprise you guys as much as it surprised me? Yeah, this is very surprising. Um, again, I've only been on one cruise ship before. Um, I felt like some of these things were true, but hearing it from the side of someone who has been there, who you know has seen the employee only areas mm. um uh, it's exciting and harrowing at the same time i guess um getting a look behind the curtain is always a, an interesting thing for us but just to know that there are the people who are there on a cruise ship to make you as the customer feel great and like you're having this wonderful time if there's any kind of mistreatment happening behind the scenes you definitely um kind of makes kind of makes the mood go down a little bit makes sours things a little bit right sure it's the kind of stuff i mean not to say abuse or anything like that but it's the kind of stuff you hear about you know some of the back coves and hallways at disney world where uh cast members have to hang out and they're not allowed to take their heads off and you know what i mean i, I mean look I, I understand it's all about maintaining the illusion but it is after all an illusion and most of the space is devoted to keeping the guests happy and and it's maybe a little less devoted to you know having the most luxurious uh, digs for for the for the folks that are working behind the scenes um it's just about math right 
Yeah, yeah, and you know, we've seen similar things said about amusement parks or Disney, but what's different here is that in an amusement park, we're talking about something based on land, something that if push comes to shove, people are able to leave. It's much more easy to do that than it is to leave a cruise ship in international waters. And the stuff about the labor laws uh, should be profoundly disturbing to anyone hearing this now. Uh, One thing that really stood out to me there, uh, I had the naive assumption that the crew was at least compensated and like really top-notch food, but it doesn't appear to be the case. The health insurance stuff seems incredibly dangerous. Uh, The hierarchy makes sense to me just because that seems to be how a lot of ships and, hey, that's how a lot of theater operates as well. Uh, But with this in mind, we want to say in no uncertain terms that we're we're not saying every cruise ship empire is built to victimize their staff. Uh, We are saying that there's a lot of stuff these institutions uh, can get away with. And I I wanted to know from you guys, Matt Knoll, has reading about this stuff that our listeners have sent, has has this influenced your future possibility of hopping on a cruise line? Never really been on the top of my uh, vacation destination uh, dream plans. Um, not to say that I wouldn't do it, but uh, knowing what we now know about the international water stuff in terms of like tax evasion, um, in terms of skirting some of these other laws, maybe wouldn't even be on my list at all. <laughs> maybe would be like way down, like like I'd go on a free one. But yeah. well, I'm I'm looking for a gig as a drummer. Anywhere, and if a cruise ship will have me, I'll take it. I, I will take the shared small bunk room. I'll take the employee meals. Um, I'm down. I I just I just want to play music every night. Do you know all the drum fills from Godspell by memory? Mm, no, probably not that musical. But I'm sure there are others that I could I could do it. Um, but I'm joking here. I I certainly think of the current times of being aware of pandemic situations are going to prevent us and everyone else from getting on a cruise for a long, long time. Uh, But yeah, knowing how the sausage is made certainly also shifts that calculus. Would you go on that ghost cruise ship tour of the Harbor all day? I've been twice since we made that episode. (laughs) I flew out there immediately and (laughs) uh, no, but I do. I certainly want to do that. I want to go on a, on a tour of the ghost, tours sort of like whale watching you know what i mean like i want to like be one layer removed (laughs) very meta i don't know what i'm talking about it's it's been a long day i think matt i would also take a a gig anywhere i could get it i would i would front man or participate in a in a band (laughs) honestly in any band that would uh that would have me over uh, so I, I don't think I'm at the point where I could say, ah, no boats. Uh, those are, those are, that's pretty rarefied air, but you were mentioned in this, uh, email, uh, because Amory says, as Matt mentioned, it is a great job, particularly for a young performer. The pay is usually at least decent. You travel the world and get to meet incredible lifelong friends in an international setting. So I want to make sure I establish that it's, it's not all bad. It's not all GI infections and, and terrible medical conditions, uh, but there is a lot of stuff they don't want you to know 
those being the cruise companies in particular, about life working on a cruise ship. And with that, we have a call out for everybody listening to the show. If you have experience with the cruise ship industry, we want more details from you. Thanks to Anne-Marie and everybody else who wrote in. Thanks to our anonymous caller that we are hoping made it safely out of Iron Mountain in Arizona. And of course, thanks also to our first anonymous conspiracy realist who wrote to us about the specifics and a bit of the controversy surrounding Reiki Energy. Yes, if you would like to be featured on one of these episodes, please give us a call at one eight three three stdwytk where you can leave us uh, a, a voice message or a two if you need a little bit more time, but try to be concise. It works in your favor, we promise. And then you might hear yourself uh, played back on the show. Let us know if that's something that you're okay with or if you want us to not use your name or, I don't know, we might even go so far as to disguise your voice if you really felt strongly about it. Who knows? We're, we're pretty game for whatever it takes to make you feel comfortable. So that's once again at one eight three three stdw W-Y-T-K. If you don't want to do that, you can do the social media situation. Yeah, we're Conspiracy Stuff in most places. Conspiracy Stuff show on Instagram. And if you don't want to do that stuff, check out our Facebook page. Here's where it gets crazy. That's our group. You can find all the other conspiracy realists there. Join up. Talk about whatever you want. It's great. It's a free and safe space for you. Uh, if you don't want to do any of that stuff, you can still send us a good old-fashioned email. We are conspiracy at iHeartRadio.com. Stuff They Don't Want You to Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission parking and all-day drinks for one low price but you better hurry because this bundle won't last long save now at cedarpoint.com open a limited time 11-month certificate at kemba financial credit union at 5.25 percent apy it's more than triple the national average plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details offer expires may 31st 2024 apy equals annual percentage yield restrictions apply 500 dollars minimum and two hundred fifty thousand dollars maximum deposit advantage status required comparison based on bank rate average federally insured by ncua from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.